Hey, I'm Sebastian Leget, and you're listening to Keeping It Simple Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's me, Chuck, coming at you from the Defod Record Studio in Berkeley, California, with another episode of Keeping It Simple. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. This is the podcast that talks U.S. soccer on a weekly basis with the biggest names in the game, like Chris Richards, Zach Steffen, Jessica McDonald, and Alexi Lalas. This week, our episode is brought to you by our good friends over at QuickPlay. QuickPlay is the world's leading innovator in soccer goals. Head over to quickplaysport.us and use our code 10OFF-NP for 10% off. That is the number 10OFF-NP. On this week's episode of Keeping It Simple, we have on the boy, Sebastian Legette. Sebastian joins the show to talk about what it's like to be the only player that was involved in all three of the U.S. national team camps over the past four months. So it was really, really a cool experience to talk to him because nobody else has been in all those camps. So he had a cool perspective on what it was like just to be a part of all of them with all the different players from Europe and then the MLS. Yeah. But we talked to him a lot about the camps and just what it was like to be with like the young guys and the, and all of them. Cause there are a lot of just young guys coming up to the ranks. We also talk about what it's, what's coming up in store for the uh, MLS season with the galaxy and Sebastian what it talks about what it was like to play with some of the legends that have played for Galaxy, like Steven Gerrard, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and Ashley Cole. And then we also talked about more of Sebastian's personal life, just off the field. Um, Sebastian talked to us about what it was like to be uh, dating Becky G, who's a massive superstar, and kind of hints he might be a feature on her next album. We also pitched him some ideas for his YouTube channel and realized that he had a connection to David Dobrik because Becky G is also an owner of the NWSL team Angel City FC and Dobrik is an owner as well. So be on the lookout for a Sebastian and Dobrik YouTube video. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, let's hop into the interview. We now welcome on another special guest. You love him. I love him. They love him. <laughs> they love the boy, Sebastian Legette. Um, Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So before we get into the, the more in-depth questions, we're going to start out with some quick hitting questions, just like one or two word quick answers. We're going to fly through them. Love All it. Right. All right. All right. NorCal or SoCal? Ooh, tough. Uh, I got to go with my heart is uh, NorCal. Pancakes or waffles? Ooh, waffles. Lakers or Clippers? Clippers. <laughs> Rams or Chargers? Ooh, I'm going to go Rams. Is Tom Brady the goat of all goats? Ooh, goat of all goats? Oh, man, that's tough. Not I'm only because I'm thinking I'm biased because I'm a soccer player, but he's, he's, he's got to be up there. Yeah, okay. I, I, I would put him in there. So what's your favorite sport to watch other than soccer? I would say basketball, NBA, 100%. Okay. Uh, YouTube or TikTok? 
<laughs> I mean, I do both now, I guess. So uh, I guess TikTok is fun. It's, I mean, YouTube is fun too, but I would say TikTok right now. Uh, your favorite vacation spot? I would just say go back home to San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, who gave you mono back in the day? Oh, good question. I have no idea. <laughs> I was trying to figure this out a couple of days ago, speaking to my manager, actually. She was, uh, she asked me because she apparently got it too. And, uh, and she was like, well, who did you get it from? And I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't think about that. I, I don't remember. I'm going to be honest. All right. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Dogecoin? Dogecoin. I mean, I was in Bitcoin for the longest, so I'll go with Bitcoin just because. All right. I don't know uh, enough about Dogecoin. But. Yeah. Um, hypothetical here. Your coach says, Sebastian, you got to put on one song to get all the boys fired up for the game. What are you throwing on? Uh, I gotta show my my uh, I gotta show my girl Becky G some love. So I'll go I'll go shower. I'll, I'll I'll make it fun. <laughs> um. All right. That's all I got for the quick hitters. That. that was good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. What's um? Right. What's? Did you answer this? What's your favorite California beat like spot in California? Go to the beach. Go to the beach. Oh, man, I mean, after you go to Manhattan Beach. Yeah. It's tough because it's so clean, so nice, not like too packed um but you know what i i don't know if you guys know um but like going to santa cruz is always like kind of a childhood favorite you know uh maybe you know more about it um since you're up there already but yeah rolling through santa cruz and the barrias that's always nice yeah i typically i go to stinson beach okay which is super nice it gets pretty crowded though yeah that's the only thing right it's like with certain places they're nice but they get crowded yeah down socal i like going to uh laguna beach thousand steps if you if you've been if you yeah i've heard i've heard super nice yeah there's there's i mean we're spoiled here man we're not like in pennsylvania dude uh not at all we got the the jersey shore that's it we sure can't compete i know well you're not too far how far are you from like new york and stuff like a little over an hour Oh yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, not, so not in Pennsylvania, it's like a nice location because there's so much in there. But like, doesn't yeah, really and it's, it's easy. Know. You're kind of you're you're close to a lot of stuff. So yeah, exactly. Not too too bad. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you recently started a YouTube channel. Where was your what was your inspiration behind starting that? Uh, so I mean, obviously, I'm still in. I'm still figuring it out and and things like that. But I I just wanted to kind of show show my story a little bit, show my personality in ways that I think people never really seen it um you know just kind of and just touching on on you know certain messages um that I still really plan on on going and you know uh, talking about in depth um so we're still trying to figure that out how to you know it was something so different for me so I didn't really know how to even launch it and you know obviously speaking to my manager she has a little bit more uh you know um background and, and so she's kind of helping me go through it and you know so we have a lot of plans for this year 2021 and uh, I was in January camp, you know, so I couldn't really, you can only vlog so much in the hotel. So I was like, you know, and I'm just trying to do something different that I don't think a lot of people see in players, just trying to give people a different glimpse. You know, I, I did a little bit of a vlog in our European camp, um, you know, just certain traditions that we have, like, like rookie guys coming in doing their first cap and they have to sing and, and kind of showing, you know, you would never see that if, if, um, because those things are like normally, you know, behind closed doors and certain things, obviously I can't share, but I think there's some things that people would like to, to see how it's really like. And, uh, you know, I mean, hopefully people find it, find it interesting. 
Yeah, I, I love stuff like that. And I think it's like a really cool perspective. And it's not something that a lot of uh, big time players do. Like the only other like big name uh, soccer player I can think of that does it is Alfonso Davies has a YouTube channel. Yeah, he do, yeah, you're right. He, he does it a little bit. and it, But it's always cool, right? You're always like, oh, this is a different a different side to things. And, and you just see somebody like if he never did that stuff or even like on TikTok you would never know the real personality you just see what's on tv and what it's it's great we, we love soccer and we but adding that like personality and that that human side to to these players i think is like it just a, a cool i don't know it just gives it a cool yeah uh, definitely i mean and that's kind of like a goal we have with this podcast is just to get to know players like on a more personal level like just right to- yeah, it's just a good opportunity to, to to dive into that stuff that people would just they wouldn't find that out, you know, any other way. Yeah, so and I feel the, like it's also a good way of like building your personal brand too, especially totally. like in modern day with social media being so big, you almost oh. need to be more than a player. So I yeah, like yeah, and and there's and there's different ways to 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 dive into that, right? There's there's a lot of um, you know showing your personality and and things like that, and um, yeah, being more than a player, but also just using our the platforms that are available to talk about things that, you know, we, we're not just going to play on the field. And then that's the only time you can see us now. You can see us on Instagram on these different platforms where we can talk about some real, some real stuff that I think we all, you know, woken up to in, in, in 2020 and shouldn't have woken up to a long time ago. But um, so it's something that's, that's always on our mind and, and available to us. So I think we should use it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. With uh, so with the recent camp, you said you had some like behind the scenes of the guy singing. I saw, I watched the video. It was just like you had like Chris Richards. Um, yeah, yeah, and they, that was like yeah. Was it back in the end of November? Yeah, 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 man. Just like you know, cool kids. I mean, that was such a good camp because uh, it really inspired me. Because uh, I mean, I know I it was just me from the, coming from the MLS or from the domestic league, and then most of the guys over there were were playing in in, in the European teams and a lot of young guys and there was just so much talent. And I was like, man, I was blown away by, you know, how young these guys are. And yeah, just the future really does look bright. And I think under, under Greg, you know, he's, he, he's going to find a way to, to make everybody gel, you know? And uh, I think, but I think the options that we have moving forward or it's, yeah, it's really cool to see. Yeah. As one of the senior guys in that team, I mean, yeah. and you were in all three camps, if I'm not mistaken, so do you yeah. feel like you have a more of a leadership and like role model uh, role in the team? Yeah, no, I feel like it's not, I, I don't think it's like something you wake up uh, and you think about like, oh, today I'm going to be a, you know, an older guy and a, and a leader. It's just something that kind of just gradually happens. And I'm not even one to be super vocal, but I found myself kind of evolving Um and uh into this sort of veteran you know looking after guys trying to teach guys you know because i've got a decent amount of games under my belt i've uh, i've been in you know big games i've been in small games i've been with the national team and 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 club teams i've been in europe um that's where i started my career so i i kind of have a little bit of 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 everything and and you know i try to help and i see the talent i see i see you know these kids i say kids but you know they're they're 18 19 even 20 and playing in really top level um, teams. And I just want them to succeed. You know, I, I, I really do. And, um, and obviously I want to be part of it. I want to be part of it. And, and if that's how I can help and, and, and add value to, to the squad, then, you know, I'll do that. Yeah. 
there is a ton of young talent. I mean, it shows in like the roster too. And it's- yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Even and even domestically, I, I I do feel like because it was very interesting because in November I, I got to be with with that side of things in, in in Europe with with those guys. But then on in December and January I was with the domestic guys. And man, when you mix those two groups together, I really do feel like there's a lot of quality. And um, so. Uh, you know who goes in who goes out like that's that's later down the line or that's you know yet to be determined but I think we have so many games this year in the national team that you're going to see a lot of mix and matching you know so it's yeah. be a good opportunity for 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 many for many players yeah so I mean you are considered I would say you're not old I'm not calling you old I know no I know it's funny <laughs> it's... you are an older guy I was looking through I think I only found three people on all three rosters that were older than you was Tim <laughs> I know and that's like Tim unheard of Walker Zimmerman yeah so is it it's... like is it just you're what like 27 28 I'm, I'm 28 now yeah, so it right. just turned in September and but yeah even just being uh I remember was it last camp it was like me John Brooks and Tim Ream yeah. uh like in the November and we were kind of like looking at each other like damn like we're actually not even John Brooks it was it was just me, me and Tim that were like the oldest ones and Tim's obviously you know uh maybe you know mid-30s or something but but yeah even for me I was like 28 20 is not even that old you know I would like go back to my room like think about that I'm like <laughs> it's so funny yeah it's different it's different but because every the average age is 21 you know it, it's uh it's insane it's insane so going back to that November camp, is there, we just had a big C Odonze on uh, last oh, week. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he said that we asked him if there was like one player that kind of stood out to him. And he said that Yunus Musa was kind of that player. Was there one player for you that kind of stood out that, that almost surprised you? Cause it was a lot of new guys that you hadn't really, I guess, seen in action before, like up close. And yeah, there was, there was a lot. Um, oh, there's a lot of guys, man. I think Eunice, I think Eunice just cause his style, uh, he's so quick. Um, he was definitely one because nobody really know what to expect. You know, there's this guy that's playing for Valencia has a, I believe a U.S. passport. Uh, you know, he's getting called in. No, he doesn't really know anybody uh, personally. I think I, before that, that moment. And so he, you kind of don't even know what to really expect from him. And then, you know, certain trainings, he just, you know, he did some things where you're just like, man, it, this guy's, this guy's super like quick. He can get away from people you know, he can kind of do it all as a midfielder. I know he's playing out wide for Valencia, but he was playing sort of more inside um, as a, as a number eight or number 10 for us. So it was like, and especially being playing in that position, I was like, Oh man, like this guy's got quality. So he was definitely one. I really liked Conrad. I liked, I I just see a lot of potential there. Um, You know, even though he uh, like, you saw little glimpses here and there, but I, I don't know. I just like his style. I see where his head's at, especially in training, just like uh, as a winger, he's just very creative. I love, like, I love when, when wingers can go inside and, and, and out, you know, they can just kind of, they just know when to do it. And I'm sure he learned that at, at Barca. And um, yeah, I would say, I would say them too. I would say them too. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. The future's bright for them for sure. Yeah. Hopefully Conrad can get a, a loan move or start getting a little bit more. Game yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's the only thing with young players and me, I remember being in that position. I was like, you know, you, you, you just got to keep playing, uh, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you do have to like take a left turn to then go, you know, you, you ideally you'd probably, yeah, you'd want to just play for Barca. Right. But you got to sometimes just take a, you know, take a sideway move and, and then it'll take you a couple steps forward. So hopefully that, that happens for him. 
So be, you being like one of the older players, yeah. When and you're probably like a more of a role model to a lot of these younger guys now. When you yeah. were in their position, who was a role model to you? Man, that's yeah. I had um, I had like I was still playing. Was it was it Clint? I mean Josie, who's also still playing. I mean people don't realize how long he's been around. Yeah. But honestly, it's always been Michael. Man, Michael Bradley's he's just a, such a, a a professional, um, just a really good pro. You know, uh, what was it? Three years ago when it was Greg's uh, Berhalter's first January camp. You know, he came. He was, you know, already like I don't know how old he is now, but you know, he was thirty-two or so. Or, or so. I, I could be wrong, but just his the way he approached every training. And you know, when you get to that age and you've been, you've played so many games, you've got so many caps, you've you've done it all in a way. You can kind of you, you can see when guys take take their foot off the pedal and this guy, man, he just keeps going like he, and you know, whether it's uh, activation before training, you know, he's the first one or after training, he's always taking care of his body. And, uh, it was really like, it was, it was an eye opener for me for sure. Mm -hmm. So besides that, like just taking care of your body, I think another aspect that's really important that a lot of people overlook is just mental health and yeah, hundred percent doing that so are you what are you doing to like stay mentally yeah i mean that's that's i mean back then you know was it 10 years ago we man what when did you ever hear athletes or or not not that they didn't want to but allowed to talk about that stuff and i think that's such a huge huge thing in in, in the modern in the modern day for anybody not just an athlete but particularly an athlete you know it, just like anybody, but a little bit more, we're under a little bit more pressure. I, I would say it, it's a difference. I wouldn't say it's more, I would just say it's, it's a different type of pressure. You know, it never really leaves you because now we have social media and people can just, you know, hop on and, and say some ruthless things just because you, you know, the, the ball came off your foot a little bit, you know, a little bit weird and you missed the goal. You know, it's like, obviously we didn't intentionally do that, but, and, and it's stuff like that, that can really, you know, mess with people. So you have to have ways to kind of get get balanced and you know whether it's meditation whether it's just talking to somebody uh but i think and more importantly i think it just you have to be open to that stuff and, and not be a scared of people judging you because you're like you know what today i'm not i'm not cool like i'm gonna train i'm gonna do my thing i'm gonna be professional but i'm not i'm not in the best of ways right now and, and that's okay you know what i'm saying like that that if everybody's honest even you guys i'm sure you guys have your days yeah, you know definitely. so yeah, yeah. the funny so, thing is is like the people that are like chirping you on twitter or whatever right you right probably would miss that shot as well or like oh, 100%. oh yeah i mean that's the best that's the <laughs> best part right like that's the cherry on top for me i'm yeah. just like man you've got people saying like whatever they want and then uh, you're just like you have you've never stepped on a field yeah. you know at this level in your entire at it probably and sometimes at any level in your right. entire life and you're you're sitting there you know, but hey, it's, it's all part of it though. I, I I do think the more you find ways, it does make you stronger in a way. If you, you just have to find, find a way to block it, block it out. And, you know, so, and some criticism's good. Like some criticism, you're like, all right, it's not like there's certain people on there that, that will give you actually decent, like, Oh, you know, I don't know, some accurate stuff. And you'll look at it and you'd be like, you know what, the guy's got a point, you know, you'll walk away and be like, all right, this guy knows at least a little bit of what he's talking about, but then there's just people that it's just, I mean, it's nonsense. You know what I mean? So yeah, unfortunately we don't, you know, everybody loves to be a critic, you know, and it's just, 
it's easy. And again, it, it, what we do is entertainment. So people always have that entitlement to like, listen, I paid for this or yeah. I give my time to watch you. So I'm just going to, you know, go after it. So, but it's especially it, easy on social media too, because you guys just hide behind their screens. So are you, oh, like yeah, reading, of course. are you reading, do you go through all your Instagram comments when you post something or like your Twitter? No. So I, I, I do. So I used to not at all. And then I think as I started growing as a player and people were being a little bit more critical, even when I didn't even think it was like necessary, I was like, even after a good game, I'd see like something and I'd be like, oh man, but then not, and, and there was a time where it, it, it did bother me, whether it was like the team doing bad or, you know, a galaxy or, or myself not having the best of games. And yeah, it, there were times where it really gets under your skin, but you, you kind of just have to, it's like you said, these people probably never played a game in their life. So you're yeah. just like, you just take it with a grain of salt and, and, you know, it, it does make you tougher. And, and for me, it kind of does fuel me. If I do see it now, I I'm like, you know, I just look forward to the next time to play and I just got to keep going. Yeah. So you're, you're saying like being an entertainer, you played probably with one of like the biggest entertainers in the game was soccer. In soccer. Um, yeah. So kind of now like, stepping into more of like a leadership role with galaxy in the u.s like what have you learned from him like good or bad that yeah. you kind of are like applying now to yourself as a leader did you mean do you mean ibra no yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i mean he i mean i always say like there, there there's a lot of good things that I, that you could take away from him you know he has a way of being or his characteristics that are you know they they can be perceived in many ways but uh, I did learn like, you know, his, his, his mentality. And as far as his winning mentality, I, I, and his ruthlessness in that sense, I did appreciate and, and it was contagious. And so like when, when you would go into a game, you'd want to, you know, demolish the other team, you know, even if you're winning two, zero, three, zero, you want to keep going. And I really, really love that uh, about him. And I think now I carry that onto, you know, doesn't matter who we play. It's like, we, we you got to go in for the kill and, and, it's it's something that that does help you it sounds ruthless but it it, it you should uh kind of have that mentality and you know and he was a, yeah he was a showman dude i mean he, he loved it he loved he you know he loved being in front of the fans doing the most and um yeah he's, he was a character what was he like in the locker room was he as like kind of does he make comments like he does to the media like in person to his teammates or uh he, he does that yeah i think he would he he did joke a lot. Like he did, he loved, he loved the joke, you know, whether, I mean, what was also funny from him is that he never really left anything on the field, you know, when like maybe you guys have played and, you know, something happens, whether it's good or bad or something funny, uh, but especially something bad or like a loss, let's just say you play by 5v5 tournament training and, uh, you know, you get mad in the moment, you lose, somebody messes up, you leave it on the field. But this guy would take it into the locker room, you know, like it didn't end on the field, you know, and so you'd always you didn't want to be that guy that kind of made that mistake, you know, and uh, so I mean, but a lot of the times it was funny. Sometimes it was, you know, a little bit much, but hey, I mean, that, that that's him, you know. Yeah. Was he a hard trainer? Because I feel especially with his old age, I feel like a lot of guys kind of tone it down as they get older. But was he like balls to the wall all the time? Yeah, that's a good question. That's that's another thing I uh, that reminds me that I took out of how he was. He he actually was a, a pretty good trainer as far as his ability. You know, you like you said he was older, and you know he probably couldn't cover as much ground, but 
he always wanted to win. Doesn't matter if it was, you know, a 5v5 tournament or or, or a, a scrimmage in between us. You know, he always wanted to score, always wanted to. And, and I appreciated that from him as well. You know, just being that age and doing all that he's done or being everywhere that he's been um, to just on a Monday morning, just being super wired and, you know, wanting to train. Uh, and I can't really remember times that he didn't train. Like, I'm sure there was times where he took like a pro day or we call it a pro day where, you know, an older guy kind of, um, you know, takes a day off because we've got a game maybe in two days, but he wants to be ready for that. And he wants to get his body just rested. And he, uh, he would rarely take those. He would, he would rarely take those, but so he, he was a good trainer. He was a good trainer. So now this upcoming season, like last season, not the best, like ideal, like for galaxy, what are you guys doing? New coach coming in for you as well. What, what are your, like what's preparation like for that coming yeah uh i'm i think this is the most i've ever been excited uh for a season um you know last couple of years especially after you know bruce left and and i got a huge injury in 2017 that you know i didn't even know if i was going to come back from and you know so kind of building up to this point this is definitely the most excited that that i've been you know one yeah you know new coach i've heard a lot of good things i've i've done my rounds as far as you know asking around guys that have played under him and and it's been nothing but good things to to be honest so i'm excited to to see with that you know to to work under him and and, and see how he does things and see how he wants to line up and and the system that we want to play and I, that's, you know, we've never really had a system, you know, uh, an identity since I've been here. I, I'm sure, you know, when, when Bruce was here, maybe like in his championship years, you know, I think they, one thing that he did well was, you know, make the locker room a, a family, you know, and, and manage the group. And I think we just, since he left, we just never really had that. And so, and you can see it, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Like I always say, like you can, you, you can see when it seems like clicking and maybe it's not always going to be the, the best on the field stuff, but you can see that they're fighting for each other. And we we've had glimpses, right? We've had glimpses, but it's never been on a consistent level. So I, I think if we get, you know, those things right. And we build the culture again, I think, uh, I think, I think you'll see the best of, of the galaxy. When are you guys reporting for a preseason? Has that been announced yet? Uh, I, I don't know if it's official, but I believe it's either the first. I don't think it'll be longer than the first of March. So I, I, as of now, and I mean, I'm glad the uh, the CBA was agreed. I don't know if you guys heard about. I mean, I'm sure a little bit has come out. Uh, you know, I, we're gonna have a season, which is a, which is the positive note. You know, there's a lot of things that. Um, they had to get into and, and uh, you know, credit to everybody who's involved in that. Cause I know it's not easy to make decisions for, you know, a, a huge number of, of guys, you know, on different teams and in different positions, different um, yeah, just different positions. So what position do you think is maybe like your best position, not the position you play more often uh, on the field? Yeah. Um, I would say it just depends kind of what, I mean, the modern day, right. It's all about, how you want to the different formations different ways of of playing you know um i think yeah it's either a number eight or number 10 you know like if you're playing with a deep lying midfielder and and sort of like two ahead of him behind like a striker i'd love to be one of those two uh behind the striker like one of those guys just having a creative role 
But nowadays, man, you gotta you gotta defend too. <laughs> you yeah. gotta defend too. You can't just be out there, you know, just chilling and waiting for wait, you know, waiting for the ball to get to you. You know, you gotta do your thing. And um, so but I would say, I would say those are my top, yeah. I don't know why I keep playing out wide though, sometimes for the guys. Yeah, I don't I, so but then again, you get that right. Against Wales, you played as a number nine, and I'm pretty I know that was interesting. What was like yeah. What was like the preparation like for that? Um, or, like, what was the rationale? I think it was, you know, what, man. I mean, I've known Greg for a decent amount of time now. You know, a couple of years and and working under him and and I mean, I mean, Berhalter and he. Uh, I I think it was just a moment that I think he just trusted. You know, he, he we didn't prepare too too much on it, uh, but there was just something in the air, something between me and him that we just like you want to, you know, he just came up to me. You want to try it? You want you know, be something different? Like, what what do you think? It's a chance. And he's all about, it's all about how he wants to play. You know, he, he's already picturing kind of me coming low and, and, you know, and combining with Eunice and, and Weston and, and, and kind of how we're going to build out uh, from the back and how we're going to disorganize the opponent. And that's kind of like his mentality always, you know, he's always thinking of ways to change things up and, and make it interesting and just unpredictable. So I think that was just one of those moments. And yeah, you know, I've never played number nine, let alone a false number nine, but the more I got into the game, I was like, oh, this is actually working. Like we're, we're, we're getting there, you know, and um, maybe, maybe if that moment comes again, I'll be a little bit even better. You know, I'll have a little bit more of an idea of what, what you know, how I can link up. Um, but it's different, you know, it's different. It was cool. It was a good experience. Is that your only experience playing that position or? Yeah, I feel like it is. Yeah. I feel, um, I think it's also like uh, I'm decent with like playing my back to goal at times too, you know, shielding the ball thinking, you know, especially when you're playing against a team like Wales with big guys back there. Um, you got, you got to have a little bit of that, you know, it's just, it's kind of what the the game is calling for so, at, at times. So I think, yeah, I think he just trusted and it was the only, yeah, it was the only experience, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. This, this question's unrelated, but I just, thought of it i thought of it earlier and i just thought of it again now yeah and it was about the initiation songs and have you ever sung a becky g song <laughs> no it's funny but it's funny you say that because they just in january camp before the trinidad game uh we had a lot of guys we had like probably like five or six guys and 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 uh what was it tanner from dallas and yeah. uh matt freeze from uh philadelphia he uh they all they sang the shower song and they did the tiktok song or the dig the tiktok dance and honestly it was hilarious i, I actually i took a video of it and i sent it to my uh i sent it to my um to my girl and she just oh my god she was yeah. but what i sang when i this was back in um when did i do my debut i was 20 i was like 23 i i did the fresh prince of bel-air so that was my idea. I was like, I can't be singing up there, but I got to rap, you know, I got, I got to. Was that when, when you were with, uh, with your girl at that point or no? Was I with her? Oh, I was with her. Yeah, did I did. She actually, she actually helped me out. I was, yeah. I was practicing in the hotel room. Dude, I can't tell you enough. That thing is so nerve wracking. At least for me, I was like, oh my God, it was, it, it's a lot. And, it, yeah. but now that you're a guy that already did it. It's so funny to see, you know, these young guys just go up there and they're super nervous and you have to tell them, oh, hey, like, you know, it's time to sing, you know, especially I'm the one that's like, they're eating, they don't know when it's coming. And then you kind of like tap on the glass and then everybody turns around. They're like, all right, it's time. And then they're like, oh, you just see their face. It's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's, just, it's like a rite of passage, you know? 
Yeah, I had to do it for my for my college team, and I sang. I, we had to do it on the bus, like with the microphone for the bus. And no. I did uh, Sweet Caroline. I got the whole team singing along. Oh, that's good. actually really yeah. That that's the key, right? Is like yep. to get something that's kind of original, but then everybody could kind of sing along. Yeah, everybody knows it, so you can get them involved. Take the take some of the spotlight off you. Right. Yeah. So you, you you probably go in like ten. Like you probably have to sacrifice ten seconds, and then everybody kind of you know, like, yeah. either they give you a snap or they. Oh, it's it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I I know I saw the Richards one. He was like nobody was like nobody was. <laughs> that's like, the worst. That. Yeah, that's the worst. I I asked for I asked him permission if I if I could post yeah. that. He he was so super fine with it. But yeah, he was. What was it hot? I think it was like hotline. I think it was hot yeah line. i think it was hotline bling I think yeah it was it was, it was yeah it was safe to say it was it was a disaster but it was hilarious you know <laughs> like you sort of let him just you you let him alone up there and then you kind of just like you know you give him you i don't know about shit but you give him shit after <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah you know, got you. that's part of it that's part of it it's part of it it's part of it you know it's all it's, it's like i said it's, it's initiation yeah yeah <laughs> all right uh, uh well you, you got anything yeah fan questions we, we, yeah. we got some oh we got some fan questions with awesome. fan questions yeah so we posted on u.s soccer reddit got a got a ton of submissions there yeah. so. oh nice let's go um, all right uh, go ahead, I'll, I'll start us off well we got this one from tint nevenu um said, <laughs> the username's weird yeah yeah they're all weird <laughs> uh he, they want to know so becky g is now owner of angel city fc yeah uh what are you guys excited for this like what what is how's that been for you guys super yeah that's funny man super excited um she's one she made that happen like it's not only i think obviously being with me and seeing you know the inside of uh, of what's you know professional soccer is like but also kind of growing up in this city and not seeing that opportunity for young girls uh, to like have something to look up to uh, in their own, you know, um, in their own city. So to have uh, a team like or a club like Angel City come in, you know, come to life, she was like, I got to be part of this, you know, and, and, and she really made that happen. She reached out to them and, and, and sort of, you know, came to, a, came to an agreement and she could not be happier. She, she can't wait to launch. She has so many ideas for the club and, and, and they, and, and credit to them, you know, they have a good, they have a good little ownership group, uh, uh, sorry, ownership group. And yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot as far of as like the lineup and, and I, I think they can really help expand the game for women. Um, you know, even if it's just, through Angel City, I think it'll inspire a lot of people throughout the league, you know, to, to capture, capture people's attention, you know? So, you I mean, as I, I, and as we've all know, like the U S uh, women's national team, you know, how, how captivating, like they've been, uh, you know, how well they've done. So it's really cool. I, I really hope it, it takes off, you know, cause I, I, I feel like it's a, yeah, it's a really good opportunity. Do you know who David Dobrik is? Well, how do I know that name, man? Big YouTuber. YouTuber yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how I know it. Okay. Yeah, his I think someone from like his assistant or like one of his good friends from like that whole YouTube thing is part owner of Angel City too, I think. Right. So, so you should hop in a uh get him. I got yeah, I got, I got it. Yeah, that that that's kind of my next step. I'm like, all right, I'm still in like the learning phase. So how do I how do I sort of collab with people and maybe they can kind of show me how because they you know everybody finds their own way of their own little formula. So I'm like, like that, 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 that's a good, uh, that's a good um, suggestion for sure. Yeah. He, he is huge on YouTube. So you guys yeah, watch, yeah, no, no, watch no, a clout from him. 
Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to get on there. All right. So the next one comes from Teflon. He says he or she says, with the success of younger players in Europe, do you feel pressure to go try Europe again? Yeah, it's, I think it's definitely been a an ongoing conversation uh, between like me and, and my my team as far as like agent management uh, and my family. You know, it's something that you know I I know I started there, but I came here because there was opportunity and sort of tried to maximize as much as I, you know, I could, especially at that time. And, and looking at this point, I'm like, I feel like I can really do it. You know, I feel like it's, it's, it's a total possibility. Um, so it's something we are working on, you know, to, to be honest. And, uh, you know, if, if the right opportunity presents itself, I think I'd, I'd, I'd definitely entertain that idea. Do you have any links right now or like any league specifically that you would like to play? In? I think there's, there's, I mean, there was a couple, um, there's a couple of leagues that I'm super interested in, you know, whether it's, even if it's a champion, you know, just like where Jordan went um, or Par Ariola, you know, if it's a championship team, uh, there was a couple of close ones in this, in this window, but, you know, it, I'm also under contract too. So it's like, it's not like I'm free and I can just, you know, to the LA galaxy too, if they want it, you know, it's, it's a risk for them as well. They're like, Oh, you know, what it's injured. And it's a risk for all these guys. Right. You know, it, it, it has to be right for everybody, but you know, we'll see. I'm, I mean, I, the end of my contract is the end of next year. So I'll still be, you know, 29. That's still like, I know it's, it sounds old, but it's like, dude, that's it's prime time. You no, know, that's like right in, you know, you can, you can definitely do something special, you know, uh, there's no, Durani's not on the wall at that point. I think there's a lot to be played. So right. I think uh, I think if I just got to keep focused on on what I've been doing, and what, you know, and, and moving forward, I think the opportunity will come. Yeah, uh, I got another one. Uh, yeah. So it's this one's from. Oh, you got a smirk. Oh no, what do you what do you got? eighty two, and they want to know when's Becky G's next album dropping, and will there be a Du Bois feature on it? Oh, that's great. <laughs> I've, I man, I've been telling this girl. Actually, she's been telling me. I'm always the one that's kind of backing out last minute. She's like, she's always pushing me to like get, because the way it's funny, man. Like with the technology these days, um, like how like she always encourages me to like you know hop in the booth and like just like be like a little background vocal. And they'll yeah. they can tweak it so they can't even know it's me. But I'm always like, I'm not gonna be honest. I'm super shy with that stuff. It seems like I'm super out there, but when it comes to it she's like get in the booth i'm like oh man like that's i don't know i don't want to sound like super stupid in front of your vocal engineer and your management's over there i'm like uh. but you never know 2021 man we'll, <laughs> we'll see and the album um she's working she's working her butt off man she's she's got a lot a lot planned this you know this year none you know and um yeah, she's been, I mean, she's like one of the only artists out there that's kind of like doing the English Spanish like simultaneously. So it's it's something different uh, that I don't think people have seen. You know, you got like J-Lo and stuff like that. But I think that as far as the new era, you know, I, I, I definitely think uh, there's, there's going to be some special things you uh, you see from her. I know you speak Spanish too. So when you yeah. guys talk, do you usually speak English or Spanish? We do. Um, we do what we call it is Spanglish. You know, we we kind of make we kind of mix and match for whatever reason with with people that speak Spanish, especially if you were born in you know, especially in California. Um, yeah, there's just certain things that just re like you're trying to say something like a phrase, and it just sounds better in Spanish. So we'll like 
mid sentence will start in English and then just kind of divert to the Spanish and then go back to English. It's like it's the weirdest thing, but it makes sense to us. So yeah, yeah, all the Spanish curse words sound better too. Because yeah, yeah, I play in a Latin league, a Sunday league, and oh, you know, yeah, you know, everything, all that stuff. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's so. All right, next one comes from Argentalian. He says, "What is Chicharito's locker room presence like?" A Chicharito? Oh man, he's a dude, he's a cool dude, man. He's um, I mean, you know, last year he was unfortunately it was just he had you know he had some injuries that he picked up and uh, you know at crucial points in uh in you know in the season, but those are things you can't really control, you know. So it was I think I think it was tough for him particularly to kind of be that that you know that locker room captain uh, for us, and you know because. You want to be on, and I know he wants to be on the field and he wants to lead us and he wants to be that guy uh, for us. So, you know, I've heard him say those things. I'm, I've, I've seen him really aspire to be that. So I, I think in this next season, um, I think we'll see a lot more of that, that presence um, because, you know, he'll, he'll like, hopefully he'll stay healthy. And, you know, there's a lot of things you just can't control. And, you know, unfortunately that, that happened to be last year. So, um, but yeah, so 2021, man, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this question's from me. I'm curious. Did you ever get to play with Steven Gerrard? I did. Like did. did. Yeah, All I right. saw your jersey behind him or his jersey behind him. I was like, man, what a legend. Yeah. Um, All right. So who would this is not including U.S. national team. Who was the best player you played with at L.A. Galaxy in your time? Because you played with some pretty big names. Yeah, I played with like Nigel DeYoung, Ashley, uh, Stevie. Oh, man, that's tough. I think as far as somebody I was really shocked to play with was, was probably Steven Gerrard. He was, um, he, yeah, just everything he represented, you know, every, like being at a place like Liverpool for as long as he did leading, like being the captain and then kind of, you know, being the first team to, like, I remember the first day of training, you know, just the media coverage behind it and, you know, just, yeah, everything he represents, man. And, and he was a gentleman. He was a, he was a really good teammate. Yeah. I'm going to say like, I think he was just coming to the end of his, you know, the tail end of his career. So you couldn't really, he, as, as much as his brain worked at crazy levels, his body, I don't think could work at that same level. And I mean, it happens to everybody when you reach a certain age. And, uh, but as far as like, you can tell when you played with him where his head was, you know, and, and that was the most like fascinating fascinating part about it and so he played I a say, similar position say, to you did you like pick anything up off him or some like model yeah I mean we got to play together a good amount of times in midfield and I think yeah it, I think what resonated with me was his leadership but more by example as opposed to being you know some of course he like you know yelled and, and organized but as far as like you can just feel his aura uh and and he just led by you know by he would like be vocal by his body language, like just by how he, uh, you know, got into a tackle, how he passed the ball, how he sent messages like that. I really like captured my attention and, and, and that, yeah, that was a pleasure, man. Like that was a, that was a really good experience. And, and that's what I try to do with all these guys, you know, thankfully LA galaxy does attract, you know, players like that. Um, and you do, you do pick up on these things, you know, it, you just got to be open to it. You, you can definitely learn a lot from these guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's, that's all we have for the fan questions. Uh, cool. The last thing we're going to touch on is you are the first official ambassador of U.S. power soccer. Can you talk oh, a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah, man, that's, that's such a big honor for me. It's, uh, you know, it's, 
back in 2017 when I got, you know, injured and, and, you know, I couldn't walk for a very, very long time. And, um, funny, you know, it's a funny story how I kind of met, um, Steve, who's the, who's the, now the, the, the president of, of, of the power soccer league and, you know, me and him have a really good relationship and it kind of all started with, yeah, well, yeah. With the injury of, you know, the LA galaxy, um, the LA galaxy, you know, one day was like, Hey, do you want to go to this clinic where, you know, power soccer? And I didn't really know too much about it, you know? And, and, and so I show up and, you know, I could, I could barely walk myself at, at that moment. I had crutches and everything. And, you know, here's these guys and, and, and girls who are, who are playing in, in, in chairs or in these, in these power chairs and they're having like the time of their life. And, and then I hop in a chair and, 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 and realize how hard it, how hard it is to play, you know? And it's just like, it was really interesting to see uh, a different way to play the game that we love, you know, soccer can be played in different ways with different types of people, different disabilities or different abilities, you know? And um, yeah, it was really cool to see and, and not to be an ambassador, uh, you know, and try to shed some light um, that, that they deserve, you know, just create more awareness for, um, for, for the league itself, you know, cause I, I do think they deserve it. Yeah. There's a pretty big, just lack of awareness for. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And that was like the biggest surprise for me. You know, I'm like, man, this stuff is so cool. These people are so genuine and, 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 and their ability is, is, is amazing. You know, like their, their actual ability to play the game this way um, is like, it really blew my mind. So I'm like, man, how, how can I, how can I help here? You know, how, how can I, how can I use my platform? It goes back to that, right? Like how, how can I offer something? you know, and not expecting anything in return. This is just purely just to, to help them get to where they want to be. And, you know, I, like, I, I do feel like now that I'm in a place that can do that, it's my responsibility. And I don't know, I, I, I hope I can, I can continue to, to get them to, to, to an even better place uh, as far as awareness. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, thanks, man. I just got one last question before we wrap yeah. it up. So now like national team camps wrapped up. I think after like the first November one, you probably thought you were going to have like a nice vacation. Um, oh. now, <laughs> now are you like now, now that I think it's definitely, definitely done. Um, like how are you celebrating like the success you've had for these camps or like you got any vacations? Yeah, man. No, I, uh, no, I definitely, I mean, first of all, I definitely appreciate that. And yeah, I know it was, it kind of when, you know, I don't, you only really had like between every camp was like two weeks, but even then I would had to, you know, keep training and, and, and maintain fitness. So yeah, I definitely, you know, I, what, what is it? I have, you know, February 9th. Yeah. I have till the first, but again, man, I think it's just my personality. I, I I'm still, I'm still moving. I'm still, I'm still adding things to my game that, you know, I have the, you know, when you have time off, you can kind of do things that you probably didn't, won't have time during the season. So I'm just trying to work on things that, cause it's a huge year, you know, there's, there's nations league games. There's uh, there's, you know, gold cup, there's qualifiers at the end of it. You're like, and then, and then there's, you know, your overall or my, the MLS uh, league. So it's like, there, there's a lot, there's a lot coming up. So I got to be ready. And that's all I'm really focused on. I mean, it's nice to be able to be with family and have that free time, but um, I'm definitely grinding, man. So we'll see what happens. Awesome. All right. Before we wrap it up, you want to plug your YouTube channel or your TikTok or whatever, so we can everybody yeah, go man. check well, it out. I mean, uh, it's kind of it's kind of all the same, but um, you know, follow me on Instagram. You know, they love the boy. I think on TikTok, it's uh, they love the boy seventeen. And yeah, just just look me up on my YouTube, Sebastian Legette, and uh, hopefully you like my content, man. I'll definitely do my best to provide. 
All right. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate your support and big shout out to Sebastian for joining the show. We're looking forward to having him on again soon and maybe we can be in person for the next one. Who knows by that time. Um, But before you guys log off, make sure to follow us on whatever streaming site you are listening to. If it's YouTube, subscribe to us. Spotify, shoot us a follow. Apple Music, subscribe to us or Apple Podcasts. Sorry. Yeah, make sure to go hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at KitsPod, K-I-T-S-P-O-D. Just to stay up with everything, we do fan questions every episode. So if you want to ask a question, go ask it there. And that's all I got for you guys. I'll talk to you on next Monday. Peace.